are listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. You will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival sermons from great preachers of the past. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Now let's we'll here in just a few moments on the guidance of God. Turn your Bible, please, to Psalm 32 and verse 8. Psalm 32 and verse 8. I want you to see this, the guidance of God. The guidance of God. Oh, my, how wonderful. The guidance. God will guide us. Think of it now. He'll guide you, guide me. Psalm 38 and, uh, and 30, 32 and verse 8. Psalm 32, verse 8. I will instruct thee and teach thee in a way where thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Write that down. Underscore that. I will guide thee. My dear friend, God will guide you. Amen? He will guide you. He'll guide you. He'll guide you. Come up here, young man. Come up here. Here's the lad. I don't know him at all. Wait a minute. Let me give you a hand. I can take him with a hand. Wait a minute. I can lead him along. I can follow him. Wait a minute. I, a, a, a stranger. I'm, I'm guiding. I, I'm in the business of guiding someone. And you're in the same business of David trying to guide somebody. The Lord said, I will guide thee. And you're to help others. You're appoint them. There, look up to the Lord for guidance, and then you're to guide all you can too. But you let God guide you along. Thank you, sir. Thank you. The guidance of God. The guidance of God. Now, just hold that in your mind, if you will. God is the will for every one of us. A definite will for your life. And you're to be in the will of God. Are you listening? Do you know the will of God for your life? Do you know God's will? Are you doing God's will? Now, you should be. You're just, you're, you're one, but God knows you. And God said, I will guide thee with mine eye. I'll show you what I want you to do. I will guide you. Now, write down my three thoughts. Number one, put down the unchanging God. The unchanging God. And we're to follow him. He said, I'm the Lord, I change not. God never, never changes. We do, but he doesn't. Amen. We're up and down. God the same. The unchanging God. And we're to follow Him. Now, following God requires three things. Faith. You've got to have faith in God. Have faith in God. It requires also obedience. You've got to obey what He says. You follow the Lord. Nothing interesting about that. This is what God said. If you're saved, you get baptized. If you're a baptized, baptized believer, you come to church worship God. If you love the Lord, you give a tithe. And you follow it step by step. And so to follow God takes faith and takes obedience. And number three, it takes courage. Courage. Be of good courage. Jesus said to say it. God said it often. Said to Israel. Said to Moses. Be of good courage. And you got to have it. Now, the unchanging God, you're to follow him. He will guide you. He will guide you and show you what to do. You follow him. And the unchanging God, following God, requires faith and obedience and courage. Now come my second thought. The unchanging man. Write that down. First, the unchanging God. Second, the unchanging man. Uh, strangely, man is ever the same. You say, boy, people change. No, man is ever the same. You know what? He, he's a sinner. He's a sinner. And they're all, and we're all the same. Now, maybe this difference, you may be a saved sinner, and you may be a lost sinner, but you're a sinner. Get the idea? 
There's the unchanging man. Now, the unchanging man needs God's help. I'm a sinner. I'm a saved sinner. I'm born again. But I need God's help. I've got to have the help of God. And God will help me. Now, God's guidance will keep me from sinful mistakes. Sinful mistakes. If I follow God, I'm not going into sin. I'm not going to be drinking liquor. I'm not going the way of immorality. I'm not going to try to cheat and steal. You don't get it? Now you follow the Lord. The unchanging man. God's God will keep you from sinful mistakes. Secondly, God's God will keep you from wasteful mistakes. Some people waste their lives. Man, you've just got a little time. I'm 85. I'll be 86 in a short time. And I started preaching at 18. And it seemed like I'm just beginning. And all of these years have gone by. And I praise God for all of it. But wait a minute. Uh, it's, it's wonderful just to be here. And to, and to know God's with you. Now, you're to say to your Lord, I don't want to make any wasteful mistakes. Some people waste their lives. They throw away their days, don't they? They waste a year, two years, four years, five years running after the devil's work and devil's sins. And they're wasting their life. Now, don't waste your life. Then God's guidance will keep you from weakening mistakes. From weakening mistakes. If you follow him, he'll keep you strong. If you follow man, you turn to weakness and sin, infidelity, unbelief. So the unchanging man. First, the unchanging God. Second, the unchanging man. And number three, the unchanging offer. I will guide thee. Isn't that something? I will guide thee with mine eyes, said God. And that's through your whole Bible. Read your New Testament. Read about the apostles. Read about Paul. God guiding Paul. Wait a minute. You can't get away from it. That strange and intricate little man named Paul, Saul of Tarsus, saved by the grace of God, led of God, guided by the Lord, even to the time of his death. And on and on, you, the unchanging offer. You're to know his will and do his will and follow him. He said, I will keep thee with mine eye. In all hours, glad or sad, you follow the Lord. And in poverty or in riches, you follow God. When people hate you, you follow God. When your family turns away from you, follow God. Keep on going. No matter what it may be. And you rest wholly and completely upon Him. The unchanging offer, I will guide thee with mine eye. What a beautiful thing. Now, I've given you thoughts. The unchanging God, the unchanging man, and the unchanging offer, I will guide thee with mine eye. Who will guide you, God? God will guide, God who answers prayer will guide you and will guide me. Not you, not you, but God. You can make mistakes. God never makes one. I can follow God by His book. By reading this Word of God. This book will show me what to do and what to say. I can follow God by the Holy Spirit indwelling me. Amen. I can follow God by the daily impressions He makes upon my heart through the Holy Spirit. I can know what I'm doing. The unchanging offer, I will follow thee with mine eye. Let me illustrate. 
I was preaching out in the West Indies with Dr. Faulkner, my associate pastor, for 40 years. We worked together. He knows him well. Wonderful, beautiful man. And uh, we were making some trips. And we flew by a little plane uh, to an island. I can't even think of the name of it right now. And the, the plane landed. And we were going on to another place to preach. But he landed and we couldn't get out of there. Had some plane difficulty, little one-motor planes. And we were riding in those things right over the ocean from island to island. I was preaching. He was leading the singing. And we got there and we couldn't, we couldn't get out. And so we were so upset. And uh, uh, I, I began to argue with the people around the place. And I said, uh, we, we want to get out of here. We've got to get out. And uh, we, we've got business to carry on. And, and uh, he, they argued with me. And, and uh, then finally when I had been up there at the counter a long time and talking to them, they asked, said something about my vaccination. Said you have to be have a vaccination to get from one island to another, and uh, you have, they said if you got it, you know they were trying to react upon me. I was trying to get out of there, and they they reacted by coming back and saying, "I said no, I'm at a vaccination." They said you got to have one, you can't leave. That you may want to go, but you can't leave without a vaccination. Well, I said I don't want one. Yeah, uh, they said, but you got to have one. Well, I said okay, where do I get it? They pointed up the hill to a little greenhouse up on top of the hill, a little old thing, dirty place. The doctor up there vaccinates you. So I walked up there and uh, got up there, a uh, little house, and knocked on the door, and a little dirty man came to the door, and I mean dirty. And uh, I said, understand you're a doctor? Yeah, yeah. I said, understand you vaccinate? Yeah, yes. He, I said, well, uh, they told me the airport had to get a vaccination. He said, come on in. I went in. He said, sit down. I said, in the little living room of that home, a dingy, dark place. He said, I'll be back in a minute. He left. Came a little while, stayed a little while and came back in. He said it came back in Asia. I said, what's wrong? He said, I can't find the needle. I can't find the needle. Well, I said, man, that's terrible. I said, how do I get out of here? He said, well, give me that paper. I gave the paper which the, which the airport gave me on the vaccination. And he still felt, I said, you didn't, you didn't vaccinate. He said, I know, but they think I did. He said, uh, I'll sign the paper. And he charged me a big sum of money, almost, almost all the money I had. And uh, I gave it to him. I walked back down to the airport and gave them the card and said, uh, this is what you said. And they looked at it and said, it's all right. And I said, he didn't vaccinate me at all. I thought I'd just uh, tear the thing up a little bit. And said, we don't care. We got the money. He was sharing. They were sharing between that little doctor up there, if it was the doctor, and the airport. And the little island getting some money out of people. And we were standing there. Well, we had to stay. That you can't get out till tomorrow sometime. Walked around the island. Came over the edge of the water's edge and looked out across it. And over there is a little piece of land. I said, what in the world is that? And we checked around. The island of Nevis, back in that day unknown. The island of Nevis. And I said, anybody ever been there to preach over there? I said, no. Why are we? No, nobody's ever been over there. And who lives there? Well, just some slaves. They worked on the big plantations and raised food and stuff there. They shipped out of here. And I said, let's go over there. We got the boat take us over there. Rough waters across the little island of Nevis. I got on the island, and Brother Faulkner and I looked around and finally found a big old barn, nothing at all but a barn, and uh, some boards and some uh, logs and so we could put in there, and said, we'll preach there tonight. We sent a word out. Now, here's the island without a telephone, not even one telephone, no radio on that day, no television, not a thing in the world. 
We told a few people, said, we preached tonight at dark in that barn. That night they came in. I mean, they packed the, the thing to overflowing. They didn't have any, anything else to do anyway. So they came in and they filled up the place. And I got up there preaching. And I don't know how I got into it. But in the middle of what I was preaching, I said something about the guidance of God. Not this sermon, but whatever it was. I talked about the guidance of God. They sat there on those boxing boards with big blank faces and taking it all in, their big old face. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. I, I knew they didn't get what I was talking about, so I thought I'd help you. A little boy sitting on the front row had on a little dirty pair of shorts, nothing else, a little old fella. I said, son, come up here. Without a word, that little boy came on the platform. I said, I want to show you the guidance of God. I reached out and took my hand, let him cross the platform. And two or three times. And they saw it right away and began to applaud. That's all they knew how to do. So they applauded. And I reached down and got a dollar bill, gave it to the boy. And he walked down the front row and sat down and held that dollar bill up for the rest of the service. The crowd watched that dollar bill more than did me. That dollar attracted them. That little boy holding a dollar bill on the front. Wait a minute. I was showing the guidance of God with that little fellow. See? The God, how God guides us. Well, we soon got out of there. Came home. I've been home a few days. And I went out to preach at Olney, Illinois. Olney, Illinois. And uh, I'm up there preaching away. And I wanted to illustrate something in my message. And I thought about the guidance of God. And I thought about my experience in the island. And I thought, well, I'd tell him what happened out there, how God guides us. How he took that boy's hand, led him along. And I said, no, I won't do it. I'll do the same thing here. I've been over on the front row of that crowded church house. On the front row sat men and boys. Here sat a man, and by his side, a little boy, about six or seven years old. And uh, I said, son, come up here. And he didn't move a peg. I thought, boy, that kid will ruin my story if he didn't move. I tried again. I said, son, come up here. He didn't move. I said, boy, that's a mess. How am I going to get out of this thing now? What can I say? So look back again. I said, sir, are you the father of that boy? He said, yes, sir, I am. I said, dad, reach down and take your boy by the hand. Take your boy's hand and bring him on the platform. That big father, great big old man, reached down and got a little boy by the hand, pulled him out off the seat. Bone the platform. Are you listening? The man baked the father and the son, little boy, holding his boy by the hand. I said, sir, walk across the platform. They walked across. And, Amen. and when it did, all of a sudden the people saw it and began to applaud. Wait a minute. I'm wanting you to see something. This was the father holding the hand of his son. When God guides you, that's the Heavenly Father guiding you. You and you. The Heavenly Father, the Father. And when it finished, I said, thank you, sir. And the Father and the Son sat down in the front row. I preached my sermon. The guidance of God. I will guide thee with mine eye. Let God have his way. Let God direct you. Let's bow our heads. Someone here this morning with your head bowed, please. I don't want to embarrass anybody. You say, Brother Robertson, I'm a Christian, but I need guidance, and I know it. I want you to pray for me. I want God to guide. I need it right now. I need guidance in my life, my home, my business, my schoolwork, whatever it may be. I want God to guide me. 
Would you please pray for me? Would you raise your hand? God bless you. And I'll put my hand up with yours. I'm retired. But I still need God's guidance every day. We never get beyond it, do we? Now let God guide you. Heavenly Father, guide these friends. Show them what to do, what to go, where to go, what to say. Put your hand upon them. Lead them by the Holy Spirit, I pray. Bless this great church, this wonderful pastor, all of his people. Bless every one of them. God, every life to do by holy will, we'll thank thee for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to the Classic Sermons podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. To listen to many more powerful sermons, visit our website, PreachTheBible.org.